Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is March 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's uh, it's Gold Standard Week. I'm just uh, I'm feeling it's our Gold feeling, Standard. Feeling groovy. Just uh, love the the Monahan press conference on Tuesday morning, where uh, you know he was just peppered with Phil questions, and you know the the responses even made my wife, who was listening, laugh out loud to some of them. You know, Why? So. What about it? What about it? Just the, just the non-denial denials or the yeah, kind of dancing, exactly. around the, dancing around the elephant in the room, so to speak? Uh, it well, made my wife go, this guy's awful. Why? What's he supposed to say? I don't know. I kind of explained the situation to her. I said, you know, Phil, Phil called him a bad guy publicly, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, and she just, you know, kind of agreed that he, he might be a bad guy, you know, some of the, some of the answers and she doesn't even know the context. She never saw the CNBC interviews. This is just a first impression just off her listening to, to the answers to the questions. I, uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I, mean, I didn't think it was terrible either. Like in the relative I, universe of Monaghan press conferences that we've had, <laughs> I don't know that he's like super... He might be a great commissioner. I'm not saying he is, but like certainly a strong suit of his is not, um, I, I don't think, doing press conferences. We've seen that over the years. I, and some, a lot of people aren't that way. Commissioners of sports, Gary Bettman and whatever else. Goodell's not great at it, I would say, either. Uh, I thought this was a good one in the universe of, of money. I, I think it just shows where our expectations are because, you know, she listened in, you know, to some of it, just thought it was awful. Like the the yeah. jargon, the, the non-answers, just... Well, the jargon, I mean, come on. That's just, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> this always is This is somebody it. that literally doesn't know anything about I what's going on. I was shocked to use the term season of championships because I thought that had been replaced by championship season. I know. I see golf channels kind of using that one now. The, the season of championships been flipped around to championship season, but uh, uh, Monahan apparently didn't get the note on that one, or fell fell back to old habits, calling it the season of championships. If you want to talk jargon, um, look, I, it's just a press conference. It's not like we're this week is about a golf tournament, but like this is one of the few times we hear from Monahan where he's not being interviewed by like a you know, a partner, right? Like a, t- a television partner or a sponsor or what's going on over there? You just lose power. I don't know what's going on. It's uh, lights, lights are, are jumping around. Uh, uh, but this is one of the. I think this and the tour championship are the really only two times where he's sort of open for inquiry from someone who may not be super partnery. I should say, and it, that's what we get with. Ridley on Wednesday, like the priority is the golf tournament, but but it is a notable part of the week, and we're here recording within a half hour after he wrapped up, so we're going to talk about it at the top. I think there, this is an important thing that I do feel good about Jay, uh, f- good for Jay about is, you know, I, 
you can only have sympathy for the last three years of the players. And this yeah. finally, like with the Saudi Arabia thing kind of getting blown out, out to sea and at Riviera, finally he gets a players where like the focus is actually on the golf tournament, you know, like, Maybe. uh, the Maybe, last, yeah. the last two, obviously last year, it was kind of the start of, of golf with fans back with COVID yeah. COVID was still the huge story. And then yeah. the year before was uh, obviously an utter disaster on, yeah. on many levels. So yeah. I do, I am quite happy that, um, he did get the opportunity here. He, he has the opportunity to have a, a tournament that's kind of about the golf tournament for the first as time. As far as I time. know. He hasn't done a CNBC hit this week, but it was people were sending us several messages with the markets in great tumult again. That that we had a, a real opportunity for Jay to be on the screen with a lot of like red all over the board and, and a lot of movement going on behind him. Uh, and it's something about Players Week or, or just the potential for Jay Monahan coming on the air that that bad things start happening on CNBC uh, with the markets. But as far as I know, he's not. He skipped that stop this year. Um, what did you take away from it? Uh, he, he opens it before getting a question and planting his flag. Like I, for him, I'd say it's planting his flag. It's not like he's coming out talking a bunch of shit, but he's a commissioner and, uh, he planted his flag saying we're about legacy and not leverage. That was the quote that everybody took away. He says, we're <laughs> legacy always and not leverage, huh? Leverage, leveraging clearly, lifetime uh, lifetime bans <laughs> that seems like you're you're about true. leverage too that's true uh <laughs> but obviously leverage use, choosing that term i i assume quite deliberately uh he says you know we're the tour will always never be bigger than one player i would contend it was one player for a long time there tiger has sort of built the foundation upon which they are all bringing in this money well, I, I, something i, I wanted to talk about and you yeah. bring this up it's really like you know, Phil is is kind of right there as as two. You know, for superstar and generational superstar, like a distant two behind Tiger. Yeah, he's not Tiger, but yep. But I'm just gonna put out there: it's not good what happened with Phil from from Monahan's legacy standpoint. You can't have this happen with one of your all-time great players where they just basically like whether or not like I don't know we nobody's gonna know everything that happened all the conversations but this is not a good situation that you know what and and Phil has done a lot of it to himself but it got it the fact that it got to the point where Phil did this to himself is not a good thing for Monaghan's legacy Phil because did it like, all to himself. No, I, it's but not like, he it's did. not like Monahan gave him the match. Phil dumped the gasoline, took a swim I'm, around in I'm the bathroom, saying. and lit the match, and put it on, uh, and lit himself on fire. Like he did it all. I'm not sure what Monahan if, could have done. I know if you're the a commissioner, has its shortcomings. But. If you're a commissioner, this is a disaster for it to get to this point. Where, where sure. again, this press conference, half the questions were about Phil, and it just got me thinking. Like there had to be some points where this could have been saved from getting to where it got. And I think that is kind of a black mark on Monahan's legacy in, mm-hmm. in total is like, this is, this was the worst case scenario for every party involved. I, and the fact I, that it got there, there's blood on both hands. Uh, 
maybe. I I I'm not defending the tour. I I think like his job is to. I mean, preserve its life. And like, he took a pretty hard line stance when with this threat. And I don't know that he could do anything that like, he can't tell the Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia guys not to talk to them. Like they're a threat and he handled the threat. I think he's kind of come out in terms of success and failure. He succeeded in doing that so far. Uh, I did enjoy. He said, "You know, this has been a distraction for our players, our sponsors, and then and the fans." Fantastic. Most uh. importantly, though, he says, "Most importantly, our fans." I was like, "Let me tell you, who the least important constituency for you guys has been in this the whole time." It's, it's very clear it's our that fans. the fans have been Anyways. the least important constituent with every decision you make yeah, as an that, organization. That, that that little you know pause. Most importantly, our fans really uh, sent me. Through the room, or you know, chuckled, maybe chuckled, but I, I real think quick. Six, go ahead with the Phil thing. I want to preface this again. I as I did right at the beginning. We don't know everything that happened, and we never will know everything that was talked about behind closed doors. So, I'm just saying the outcome of this with one of the all-time great players being a, effectively like ostracized from the game about an internal situation is not good. It's not a good look for anybody involved. I would say, I I mean, I listened to JT. I listened to Rory before. I would say there continue to be further details that these people hear about Phil and his actions. And I think they are even more... Um, angered isolated i think phil i think phil bears almost 100 percent culpability for his ostracizing from the game and i think it's probably way worse than what we've heard and will ever hear uh i think roy was quite short today i think jt was pretty short today about phil none of this sort of benevolent well welcome back into the tent sort of thing uh i i think it's i think it's probably way 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 worse what, what he's done what's gone on and how he's gone about it than we'll ever hear and uh, I think he's probably done it all to himself. Uh, now, th- your point that this is not a good thing, it's a disaster if you're the tour, um, is accurate. I'm just wondering, like, the culpability, I don't know, can, can I just, be I just part. think, you know, <laughs> this this whole situation seems like maybe it could have been managed slightly better. Yeah, but what's the I goal? Think, what is, is his goal? To preserve just, his tour and the structure, the exact structure of what it is? I think he, if that was the goal, he managed it pretty well so far. The, again, like we said, the, the, the thing's not dead. I guess, and I guess this is the thing. is like his job is to keep status quo. And I guess that is, that is the point. I think I'm thinking about it from a perspective of a fan. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about the fans here. And there was an opportunity to make this thing a lot better. And maybe we'll see improvements. And a lot of Phil's ideas had uh, merit. And, and top, and like, you know, the, the mic'd up thing. Like, all these things have cre- merit. And I think that we get a very one-sided. Like, he, they have, you know, Saudi Arabia made this thing so toxic. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean it, and, it added and here's an element the thing. that made it easy to sort of denounce it for sure yeah so if if saudi arabia is not involved phil isn't in the situation that he's in but they were but here here's the point 
the greater point is that Monahan got it to this point. Monahan pushed eh. to this point, yeah. like because Saudi Arabia, like you know, when know. you think about I, it, two years ago, Saudi Arabia was just a small part of this. Right. But again, his job as commit, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not defending I, I what the outcome. Not, and listen, I, his job, I'm, whether Saudi Arabia or not, is to preserve the status quo or to kind of ward off, not preserve the status quo, but ward off anything that would maybe upset their current apple cart. I, I think, right? And, and, I, and I, all I'm that. saying, all I'm saying is when you look at the legacy of Jay Monahan 20 years yeah. from now, yeah. this, is a, this is not good. This is a bad like oh sure he won but he didn't win. He didn't yeah. win any he he lost. He he lost the most marketable active player. And you could disagree about that, but he is the most marketable active, active player. Active as of like a month I'm just, ago. Yeah. I I'm just saying like there's no denying yeah. outside of out, like Tiger's not playing. Outside of Tiger, nobody draws more fan interest than Phil Mickelson. And he's like completely lost him. That's not, yeah. he didn't win in this whole thing because of that. Right. I, I think though, like I would even, I mean, uh, cut out the Saudi element. Like Phil's in a weird, say it's just some bunch of rich guys somewhere. Phil, Phil and Greg Norman, again, I think are the wrong people where given where they are right now in their lives and in their feet being sort of off the ground and who knows whatever other stressors they've got going on. Uh, I don't know that they like, uh, I understand your market abilities. I, I just think in terms of the other players in the room, having Phil and Norman come to them is never, never going to be a, a, a great. This is not of, a Phil defense. This yeah. is simply pointing out that there should not be any, any talks of like champion Jay Monahan. Okay, because but, this is a bad is overall it was a bad it was a you know this is the thing like when when shit gets aired out in public like you know and pigs are rolling around in mud it's not good for anybody involved good for the and monahan it, it i think there's like a general sentiment that he was like the champion and he he did this he stood tall oh, he won. like he yeah. won no he lost Everybody lost. This was a, a, a like a bloody yeah. war that was not good for anybody involved a outside victory, of like they'd call it a yeah, fierce victory. Maybe. I think the people that, that won but, would be like yeah. Rom and Rory came out ahead because they had the you know in JT really mm. the people that denied it from day one because of the right like because of the right ideals the PR? like. Okay. Yeah, like I think those are the only guys that played it really well. Like Bryson forever is going to have this cloud hanging over him. Like Bryson would step in it. I mean, if you had a, a completely empty field with no landmines, he'd find one. You know, he'd yeah. step in. He, he just finds <laughs> trouble by being an idiot. But um, I, let's button up the Phil thing because there's a lot more to talk about with the Monahan. So he doesn't say, I mean, by saying I don't cop. Uh, comment on disciplinary matters. Yes. I think he signaled that there's been a disciplinary matter, right? I As think it's a, it might be an indefinite. I think it, the way he also was like, when Phil wants to talk about coming back, I look yeah. forward to that conversation. Makes me feel like it's an indefinite suspension. He's, he's like, I'm going to have that conversation and tell him to go jump off, take a walk off a short bridge, long walk off a short bridge. I, 
So it seems like Phil is suspended or would be had he not taken a volunteer leave of absence. I think he pretty clearly, like, I don't even know if that's reading between the lines. It's sort of reading the lines that that he was saying. Uh, You know, he was asked if he would have been welcome this week. He didn't really say that. He'd ask, like, would he be welcome back if he comes to you and says, um, you know, you know, I'm ready to come back. It, he didn't say that. He said he wouldn't com- compliment on, or comment on disciplinary matters. So it seems like Phil is uh, been it would be or 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 will be suspended whenever this voluntary part takes takes. Uh, you know, he decides to end his voluntary you know withdrawal from the game. Uh, the ball is in Phil court. Phil's court was funny. You know, I I don't know what that means. Like, does he have to come and like bow at the foot of the drawbridge and and pledge you know allegiance lifetime allegiance and ask for forgiveness like what what the what does that mean i saw mark rolfing in the immediate aftermath on golf channel they're like he was incredulous he's surprised phil hasn't called jay like i i don't know i just i'm not i you know phil seems to be sort of out there doing his own thing um yeah so that's the phil thing I, I don't. Do you have any other thoughts on the Phil part of this? It just seems I, I like I think that's he's that's enough. I just be. wanted to make the point that like this is not a victory. This is uh, like on paper. This is I just, a very I, bad situation that that resolved itself seemingly, but it didn't really like. It's not like the there was no casualties. So you 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 think you would have rather been talking about the cufflinks, which got a nice call out. The cufflinks <laughs> of the first timers, as opposed to feeling all the fielding all the fill questions. Like, <laughs> We're gonna give these cufflinks to these guys that you I know, love the cufflinks barely, every year. The damn barely cufflinks. get into tournaments, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the tour where you have to sit on the sidelines, and you know you did all this yeah. stuff to get up here, but. I'm, I'm sorry, some of these these uh, washed old guys have better status than you. Your cufflinks for your first ever players. I love that. I can't believe Ricky's not going to be in the the field. We talked about this Monday. It's crazy. It's it's amazing. He should get a. I think he should get like a ten year exemption. No, for, the, for that event. Oh, God, for that is it a major oh. or is it not? Do they want can to we, be a can major? Can we talk about another thing? The champions locker room. Oh yeah, there were some there were some softball questions about that. Like what does it mean to turn left and not right or right or not left? I don't know which way is which for the Can Champions we can locker. we talk about like are the uh, Sawgrass is like in the players blatant attempt to just rip off everything Augusta does instead of just like coming up with their own shit? Like what the hell? Like do they do they sit in the one of the 7,000 meeting rooms of the I mean, uh, and plan and say and say right? hey, um, you know, <laughs> What what could we do to make this? Well, Augusta has a champions locker room. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Like, why don't you just stop? I I hate when there are blatant ripoffs of things that you do as somebody that's like a, that originally comes up with it. You know, this yeah. is, it's just blatant ripoffs, like from that, everything, from the way they are they are marketing the golf course, the pristine condition, the way it looks. Yeah, this is not an indictment on on anybody on the agronomy st- uh, staff. Um, Jeff, the the head of grounds there is phenomenal at what he does. But like, yeah. just the whole way that they're trying to market this event, it's just like, okay, like, why don't you do things your own way? Don't look at Augusta as your um, like. We're just going to copy everything because you're never going to do it as well as them. Right. Right. Also, I mean, let's be honest. That clubhouse is like. 
ridiculous, right? I mean, Augustus Clubhouse is like one-tenth of that. Like the locker rooms, the difference in locker rooms might be meaningful. I, I don't know. I've been in the, I've never been in the champions. I've been in the other one, but it's like, what does it mean to be in one locker room and not the other in, in a building that's a hundred thousand square feet? I, I guess it just doesn't, I don't know. It's, it's an odd deal. All right. We got sidetracked speaking about cufflinks. Um, the other thing, the big question, I think, uh, Dan Rappaport put it to him. Like, I mean, are you prepared for a legal battle? Like, what are you, what, how do you see that outcoming? Do you think you can ban players? And he's like, he pretty much no comment to that. He goes, our rules and regulations were written by the players for the players. And, you know, we welcome any challenge. What else did he have to say? Uh, no one can compete with what we have. I mentioned that. He had jokes about Rory. I, I want to talk about this. The suspension. Um, yeah, jo- yeah. Rory's permanently... <laughs> Rory's suspended right now for saying the tour needs more transparency. Uh, that did seem to be a theme through the morning. Rory asking for greater, further transparency. He thinks suspensions should be... Uh, Publicly disclosed. Bans should be disclosed. Uh, I hope CT tests, failure CT tests uh, disclosed. It's amazing. You talk about the tonal shift. Like two years ago, three years ago, we were just like hoping Jay Monahan would be asked like, where's the CT machine? And now he's being asked like, where's your most marketable player? Right? Like what's happened and, and all the more serious things that have come. Although we would, we would maintain that the CT driver testing is a quite serious issue but you know that that's just so far on the back burner no distance insights report chatter just all that stuff's been uh put on the back burner while, while this saudi stuff goes on um so what do you make of the transparency thing it feels like rory's putting his thumb on the scale this is the prince using his powers for good right the prince of hedra well i think there's like a i think there's one of the things that we need to kind of acknowledge and i think is a bigger under tone of of the tour is there's a new generation of players like you know the the fills and everything like you look at players that are 32 or, and under and i think there's a new mentality like you listen to john rom and colin morikawa talk and i think that there's a little bit more consciousness of you know these are social media era players that understand like having stuff out there in the public is kind of part of life um <clears throat> yeah. And I think that that sentiment could push the for, the tour forward in, in a lot of right directions uh, when it comes to, you know, a little bit less of a protection situation secrecy. in secrecy yeah. and a little bit more out in the open just because these players, I mean, their lives have been out in the open for a while now. Like, the, you know, these younger players that are eventually going to take over the tour. It's a little bit less Charlie Hoffman mentality and a little bit more you know of what we're hearing from rory but also like you know john rom on the setup stuff was was really interesting uh this morning but i think just like you know they're a little bit more transparent than the players have passed and i think that's a really good thing for the tour and and where it could go uh in terms of you know i think there's there's still some hurdles that it needs to cross but you know i think that's that's a good thing in the long run and and i think the one thing that i always like am a little bit uh you know tepid about is is where the agents will allow the players to push it sure i mean agents they rep the brands that are paying these guys money they rep the players they rep the tournaments the agency's got the i mean the real sort of power they get it coming and going and take cuts every every direction um 
uh, I guess while we're on the subject of transparency, I thought it was interesting to hear from the, uh, I don't know, VP of gaming or whatever it was, Norb, Norb Gambuza on uh, Norb. Golf Channel's live from Blandon Norb. Because <laughs> uh, I think the transparency thing, like that, that, that ship is coming in. Like you have to, like, you know, you can't protect and be secretive if you want to also embrace gaming. I think those are going to, those two things cannot, you know, coexist peacefully. One's going to have to give. And I do think that's where the tour's general secrecy, secretive operations, in ter- I'll, I'll put it that way, uh, is going to have to give in. And, and Rory calling for it as well, and, and given the influence he has on the pack, uh, does seem like we're headed for more of that, which is good. I mean, that's a good thing, right? As fans, you want to understand who's hurt or who's been suspended or who's maybe who was acting unbecoming on the course, right? Or who was trying to gain, maybe be sneaky, things like that. So I think that's worthwhile. Anything else from the Monaghan presser? Um, I thought, again, I mentioned Rolf Jaime was on the set. He said he thought the tour had been awakened by this threat. Um, I mean, we all deference to Jaime. He's the man. He's the best who's ever done it and what he does. I think I'd agree with him that they've been awakened in their really reacting with different stuff. Now, are they reacting in the ways maybe we want? Probably not. I don't know. Would you agree with them that the tour has been awakened and, and sort of? I think, I mean, you look at all the things that have happened over the last six months and, and some of it, like you got to credit Phil for pushing, you know, that, and I think it's a, a lot of good stuff has come about, you know, yeah. the PIP, the PIP is smart. Like, I think it, you know, the, the best players are, are really undervalued in terms of the sport and the PIP solves some of that. Um, I don't think it necessarily is perfect, but it's, it'd be really hard to come up with a solution that is perfect right out of the gate. Um, as you can see with the FedEx cup and it's continued struggles despite numerous, uh, reforms. I think, um, you know, I, I think the tour has, uh, this is where like competition's really good for, for fans. Yeah. Because it pushes the tour to be better, you know, and I think yeah. it's gotten better over the last couple of years, uh, a couple of months. Like, I, I think there's a lot more, you know, positive momentum in terms of like where it's going than than it, there was a year ago today. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, it was it was an interesting press conference. We're going to talk a little bit more about Rom's comments. Some of I mean Russia. These guys being asked about Russia. Uh, but let's do an hey, ad. Can we, read. Can we talk ahead. JT's uh, new clothing deal? I think that was a jupe scoop about a year ago today. Did you say that on this? I can't remember. Did, I can't remember if I said here? it publicly. I mean, it's a big yeah. The Grayson, the Wolf. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any comment. I did. There was some a big reveal video with I don't know. It, it seemed like an unenthused JT doing the voiceover and then a wolf howling at the end of it. And yeah, he's. I will no, say uh, voiceovers are really hard to do. Oh yeah, very hard. Especially so, if you're a pro golfer. It's, it, it's Zach hard. Johnson about you know the Ryder Cup. It's tough. It's a tough thing to pull off. Um. All right, let's do an ad read. Speaking of voiceovers, let's do an ad read for a new sponsor. Probably, probably familiar with them if you listen to this podcast. Club champion. Uh, what would you call them? A fitter? Yeah. Club, I mean, club fitter? The name of the official and... club fitter of the shotgun start, fried egg. Uh, they are sponsoring for uh, coming on th- this year. We're very excited to partner with them. Uh, you know, as you know, 
we have no dog in the fight when it comes to equipment, right? We have no skin in the yeah. game. So why I mean, don't you go to clubchampiongolf.com. You can sign up. You get fit. You can use the promo code FRIEDEGG to get 20% off. You can look for the store around you. You can go see them. You get 20% off a club if you buy it that day. No, you get 20% you're... off of the fitting. The fitting. Oh. The fitting. <laughs> Not a right. club. I'm on top of it. All right. <laughs> um, you get 20% the off the fitting. So okay. anyway, I, I think this is, uh, you know, in terms of uh, when we started all this stuff, I think one of the things is... Uh, the content? The content I've, machine? Yeah. Is that when you turned it on? Okay. I've never, I, I've always kind of rolled my eyes at, at equipment saying this is the best whatever. And um, I, I've always been a big believer in my life about, in my golf life about like, there's no best for an individual. It's an individual game. And it's all about like going and, and figuring out what's the best setup for you. You know, I used to use Mizuno irons, uh, for example. I actually got they were fit by Club Champion uh, way back in the day, like MP32s. Before and, they were a sponsor. Yeah, way before. I, I went to, I when these guys were working out of a garage and I was in high school, I got fit by these guys. They're Chicago, they started in Chicago. Um, so I've been going to them since I was like 16 years old. And uh, the, the thing, it's been really cool to watch them grow. But the thing, I, you know, I had these Mizuno irons I loved. And I went into my next fitting saying like, oh, I'm going to get Mizunos. And I said, I really want to get those new Mizunos. And I went and we went through the whole fitting. And, and the guy that fit me forever was like, hey, you know, your numbers are way better with these Callaways. And I was like, oh, let's get the Callaways then. Yeah. And that's the, the benefit. <laughs> like you go in and you have these preconceived notions. You might be, you know, you might think that, oh, if, if this was the right set for me, before it's the right set for me now that's why you go get fit is like and these guys are the best in the business it's really an experience and uh really excited to have them on as a sponsor yeah that's it seems like an earnest ad read there really you got a deep history with these guys oh well it's, before, it's unbelievable in your life wanting to Legi advertise with your content machine legitimately quite, quite like so cool to it, 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 you know this is before they were ever a sponsor i always was like, it's been so fun to watch, like as somebody who started a business, like it's always like really fun to watch other businesses thrive. And it's like going from the garage, a, a garage, like I literally like pulled up residential area, got out of my car and was like looking up the housing address. And yeah. and uh, this was a MapQuest days. I had printed out directions. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, you go in and the, the, this guy's just working out of his garage and then they have a couple storefronts in Chicago, and now they're this national brand. It's it's really cool. International. Let's talk about international. Hundred percent, a hundred plus international locations. So just you know, go to the clubchampiongolf.com. You put your you know zip code in, they find you. Sixty plus brands, fifty thousand hittable head shaft combos in every store, and like top trained master fitters. Like this is the way to do it now, right? You're not just like going on the internet and buying clubs. This, the access is much greater now to be fit than when we were growing up. The technology is much greater. Like it's kind of the way you should just do it. And also, I don't know, you can support the podcast. You could when you f sign up for a fitting, you drop down. There's a drop down. Say other. You heard about it from whatever Shotgun Start Fried Egg and use the uh, promo code Fried Egg when you finish booking your fitting. I think this is the way to do it, especially as the season kicks up. All right, pumped to have Club Champion uh, on as a sponsor. All right, let's move on. Continuing on, let's just do press conference roundup. 
JT, Grayson, Monahan, you know, leverage. Rom starts going in on the setup stuff. He was asked, I mean, Rom, Rom kind of said, I don't need data or analytics to tell me I'm getting better or worse at something. He took on the data boys. He took on Putin. He called Putin, like, sickening what's happening. Like, you know, which is not necessarily like a going out on a limb. But, like, all over the place. And then, like, talking about the putting contest. Double down on Bay Hill. Love Bay Hill. I want that. I just wish, like, the Greens were that firm on Tuesday, you know, and I would have been better adjusted. But I want that every week as opposed to the putting contest that he saw at Palm Springs. Some really interesting stuff on Rahman setup. Seems like uh, a little bit like with Tiger, you know, back in the days, like I want it as harder. I want it harder than ever. I want the greens to be fast when the greens are slower. Um, you know, it was when he really struggled, at least towards the back half of, of his sort of peak. Um, but it was interesting taking on the challenge. Quite a different tune. And they asked, like, did, were you like Rory? Did you need a uh, a mental health day? He's like, no, no, I, I, I was fine. Although I will add, maybe the surest sign that the players is not a major. I was watching live from last night. They're like, yeah, he drove up today. You know, he's in Ponte Vedra. Didn't didn't come on site though, because he had a shoot somewhere for yeah. a sponsor. I was like, it was I Callaway, mean, big Callaway day yesterday. Like, if he's doing, like, if that's the Masters, he probably at least you know shows up at Augusta National for an hour. I, I know there's a lot of shoots and sponsors and parties and things that go on at the Masters too. But I mean, if you're in town, you probably go to the course at a major. So I think that was indicative that that another another strike against the players is not a major argument. It's always been a never strike. ending. That's always never ending been a argument. strike. I know. I know. Sponsor shoot. I can't can't go to the course today. Um, I think yeah, it's, it, it's an interesting dichotomy. I I think that there was um, the setup. And we, we talked a lot about this on Monday. I don't want to retread. The setup, it shows how thin the line is in terms of where they have to be to get it just right for everybody. And I yep. think, like, you know, Rom's a guy that plays well at firm golf courses and courses that separate, you know, where, where that type of setup separates the best is ball striking, right? And you think about, like, where he plays really well, Torrey, uh, uh, Memorial, like is where, you know, yeah, that runaway win that didn't like a historically runaway win, but that's like another place that like thick, rough, firm greens when it doesn't rain, like kind of setup is where he really thrives. Everybody likes playing the setup that they play the best at or feel that they have the best to win. But I think the greater thing here is like Rom is a guy that just is going to speak his mind. And that's quite refreshing. Yeah. Like Rory's yeah. in the same vein where they tell you what they actually think. They aren't worried about saying something wrong, which I think is like a lot of guys go up to the mic and, and they're worried about saying the wrong thing. Those guys just let it fly. And they say, you know, whatever I say, you know, like, I don't care if there's blowback, but like, I think like, I think that setup at Bay Hill was closer to really good than it was to really, er, than yeah, okay. it was to being like bad in the wrong way. Right. Sure. Sure. Do you think, I just um, think there's such a small window, uh, uh, room for error with 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 just how these guys play today. Uh, do you think separately, <clears throat> and then we'll round up the the press conference. Do you think it's fair that these guys are all being asked about Russia? And uh, it, it happened with Justin Thomas. It happened with Rory. Happened with Rom. Rom, you know, condemned Putin and all this stuff. Jay, Rory was Rory was put in a really hard spot. Like basically, what should the tour sponsors do? Like kind of have to talk on behalf of the tour sponsors uh 
I don't think it's an unfair question to ask them. I don't know that this, I, th- I think sports washing and sports and human rights, is, there are many angles at, with which to come, you know, certainly in tennis um, and China recently. I, I think that's, those are all like really, really apt and appropriate areas to explore with tennis players and, and the IOC. I just, I don't, the questions aren't unfair. I, I just like don't know the angle there or wh- where we're getting. Uh, uh, Morikawa has Zurich on his sleeve. He wasn't asked about Zurich's Moscow office, right? But, you know, JT was asked about City. Did you think that was like fair or, or I guess even I, worthwhile? Listen, I don't think it it was unfair. I um, yeah. I think that this is a huge event that's going on right now in the world. And, you know, we haven't really talked about it. And I think there's a lot of opinions that... F- you know, are on a lot of different sides of the coin. And, and I think, you know, in general, I know where I stand on it. And I think like, you know, the, the thing about it is that anytime you're a public figure like these guys are, and you have, you know, you, they have more influence than just a regular civilian, you know? And I think, you know, people want sports and politics to be separate and sports is in, in a way an escape from, from the real world or people view it that way. But, but, you know, anytime somebody carries more influence than than most people, like like a Rory McIlroy, where you're talking about people with a million millions of yeah. followers, you know, yeah. I think that it it's a legitimate question to ask. And I I just want to, you know, last week Ian Poulter wore you know Ukraine yellow and blue, and the announcers on the tel- on right. the telecast didn't know right. what like they were talking about the outfit and couldn't put two and two together. And golf in general kind of little bit lags on on a lot of social and you know humanitarian issues in general and and, and the uh, lack of awareness of, of an entire telecast booth of that was to me a little <laughs> bit frightening um and i think just in general that this this these questions aren't out of bounds you yeah. want you know like this is the thing like garrett did a sports washing podcast and it got me thinking about russia um, on the fried egg, he did this and, and Russia really got kind of normalized by the Olympics, you know, when they had it in Sochi, Sochi. like it was, there's was tons of stories about Russia's like, you know, comeback and how it's this becoming this great place. And it's like now, like well, it was 2008. So 14 years later, like this is what's going on in the world. And I know it's a very complex topic, More recent but, um, yeah. yeah, but, but you know, this is the same thing we just went through with Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. And the the it it is uh you know everybody that's a get like I I just think that you know this is uh it's not out of bounds and yeah. and, and look be clear Justin Thomas is paid to pro- promote and endorse and you know amplify the image of a bank or a brand that's on his sleeve. I think being asked about that brand, whatever it is, is Within bounds, I just don't know like what's the worthwhile angle there. Like uh, it, it's in bounds, but I, I, I'm not sure. Listen, like a journalist is out there trying to write a story that has, you know, a lot of times people are trying to like golf is a small audience. Like, how, where's there an angle and a story that sure. captures greater appeal? You know, where where's a story that you know somebody that's not a golf fan would be interested in about golf and yep. and. That's certainly a hot topic going on in the world. So I don't, right. I don't have any problem with the questions. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the actual golf and our schedule. Yeah. How for, about this for the we, week? We're... I mean, look, it's it's notable. 
I think it'll always be notable. Wednesday, Pre- Monahan. It's one of the rare instances we get these guys like Ridley Monahan to talk, the USGA to talk, uh, and so there are greater things to talk about other than the instant tournament, which we'll get plenty of coverage over the next four or five days. All right, schedule for the week. The Players' Championship is March 10th through 13th at the TPC Sawgrass Players' Stadium course in Ponte Vedra Beach. Still seeing it in print is a little jarring. The purse is $20 million. It's insane. 3.6, 3.6 to the winner. Defending champ is Justin Thomas. Notables, Patrick Cantlay, Tony Finau, Victor Hovland, DJ, Brooks, Hideki, Rory, Colin Morikawa, Rom, Xander, Spieth, JT, Westy. Uh, this is <clears throat> 12 to 6 on Golf Channel, uh, 1 to 6 on NBC on the weekends. Uh, let's see. We have featured groups are up Thursday. It's Cantley Rom Hovland, Sergio Scott Usti. How about that? That's a nice little sexy uh, ball striking trio. Sergio yeah. Scott and Usti. That's pretty fun. A little uh, uh, log in the tooth uh, veterans that are are still kind of relevant, which is crazy because, you know, they're early 40s and late 30s guys that, you know, would normally be kind of still superstars. Speaking of ball striking, Neiman, Hideki, Cam Smith. I wonder if Trevor Immelman called in that one. Seems like it, you know, a little international to get camaraderie. Um, He's putting his thumb on the scale. Friday feature groups, Rory, Colin Morikawa, and JT, Spiethberger, uh, DJ, and then Scheffler, Shoffley, and Kepka. So those are your feature groups. But I think like it doesn't even matter, right? This ESPN Plus stuff is fantastic. It looks like we're getting 20 groups on like the main feed, more than 20 groups on the ESPN Plus. Like, and then you got that, every shot live. And you have every shot live. So... I don't know. The ESPN Plus thing's really been humming for me the last. Like the main feed thing's pretty great. It's just basically mm-hmm. the broadcast, right? You know, it, it's been really good. So, so you it was watch like the advancement in golf coverage that was so sorely needed, given you know 2022. The right. thing I'm I'm wondering about: How did Bassey, Dylan Fratelli, and Jimmy Walker not sneak into those featured groups? Is that worst tee time of the? That's a tough one. <clears throat> That's a tough one, man. Fratelli and Walker have run afoul of this shotgun start on more than a few topics. Um, Scott, I, you know, Scott Piercy, Nick Watney, and Hayden Buckley is a tough one. No, no offense to Hayden Buckley, but uh-uh. you know, that's uh-uh. a, that's another rough one. Names at the end and why that nobody? Why would you want to watch them? Oh, God, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, do you have a one and done pick? For the players' yeah. championship, who do you have? I uh, I I picked this with uh. With, you might want to save. Martin you don't want to. You don't want to spend a guy here. The purse well, this is, is only twenty thing. million. <laughs> it's a, it's you know if you did depending on how your leagues do it, like you know you do cash, yeah. some do points, but this is this is the richest event. Um, so I'm taking uh I'm taking the the most I think the most reliable tee to green player out there right now, Victor oh, Hovland. Take, okay, right. the Crown Vic. I want to. I, that's that's my nickname for him, Crown Vic. Okay, I'm gonna take Hideki, the 2020 champion here, uh, 18 hole champion. <laughs> I in love 2020. that. Uh, he's played well. You know, Bay Hill. He, he played well on Sunday, uh, early, way out, way early, and obviously played well all season, uh, and done well at this event before. So I'm gonna take Hideki Matsuyama as my Spartan one. came on uh, the Fried Egg Pod yesterday and dropped some numbers. It, it, he looked at, uh, you know, the the 
Shotlink era March events versus the not uh, the Shotlink era May events, and because it, it just like the numbers bear out that it's much more of a ball striking test, a uh, ball striking course, yeah, and right. less of a short game course in in March. So that's where you know I think I'm I'm just going with the primo striker, and I think this week this year. There's there could be a draw element to this because of the, just the way the weather is looking with the with Saturday, the wind. Especially. Yeah, Saturday <laughs> like in terms of change from morning to afternoon looks significant. Yeah. A lot of rain too, right? Friday, yeah, and, Saturday. And I don't think this is the worst place that for rain because it just the way the course is in in May in March <clears throat> is not going to be firm. It's not going to be really fast in the, in the fairways ever. Um, just because of the of the rye overseed, which is, you know, a slow grass, you know, players love it because it sits up really good, but it's a slow grass. It is, uh, you know, you have to water it a ton to get it to grow in and establish. So it's like really hard to just get it firm. Um, and you know, so you have this slow grass, it's always going to be kind of slow. So rain, really isn't the worst thing I, like it's not i wouldn't put rain like rain at certain places you're like oh that's such a bummer here right. it's a bummer you know we'd like to see it firmer but like at the same time like you know on the scale it can't get that firm so you know right. and fast right. so it, i think that's the that's the thing and hopefully the greens just stay a little crispy because that's always nice uh it does look like we'll have wind from four different directions but perhaps with with you know Temperature changes fluctuating and rain. So so some pretty good I, I don't know if it's good, but but intriguing conditions nonetheless. Um we don't need to, you know, we talk about the players every year. Uh I'm very excited for the actual golf. You know, everybody's here except for Bryson, Phil, I guess you want to include him. It's on a course we know and come to either here. or at least admire, enjoy, you know, whether you love it or not is a separate question. Uh, again, our issue is always with the overmarketing of it. Like it is like it's a major in field and sort of entertainment, uh, golf entertainment, I should say. But the marketing of it, I, I, I'm going to regret saying it's a major. I didn't mean that like in, in substance. It's major-ish in terms of field and, and course enjoyment. Uh, it's just like the the marketing and everything brought to bear. Uh, well, I it, think the thing is it hasn't. It, it's trying to copy other people's identities. It's just not allowing its own identity to emerge. It's like we need yeah. to copy other people. It's just silly. Just let it be. Just let it become what it what it wants to be. Don't try Bring and back make Fanville it. Bring back Fanville Friday. That should be its own identity. Every year, the people. Rising up for Fan Vote Friday. That that should become part of its identity. Anyways, we'll have much more to talk about on Friday. Uh, pumped for the players. It's good. It's good. It's earlier. It feels earlier. Like it, it came up on us faster than normal. But it's just good to have such a significant majorish event back for the week. Um, all right, continue on, on with our schedule for the week. We have the Honda LPGA Thailand on and uh, Siam CC in Thailand. Purses. 1.6 million. So the winner of the players will get 2 million more dollars than this entire purse at the Honda LPGA Thailand. Defending champ is Area Jutanagar. Uh, notables Hannah Green, Nasa Hadayoka, Brooke Henderson, Area Moria, Danielle Kane, Lydia Ko, Minji Lee, Stacey Lewis, Leanna McGuire, Yuka Sasso, Patty Tavitanikit, uh, and Ataya Tirikul. 
Uh, this is overnight golf. One to three only. One to three on Golf Channel on Thursday and Friday. That's in the morning. Eastern. With a 4.30 a.m. finish on Sunday. Eastern. So oh, again, that's tough. It doesn't look like the Quarter Sisters are there. You know, they're probably waiting for the ANA or whatever that is. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, you know, going to be lost on the American audience being overnight golf again. Um, <clears throat> on the DP World Tour slash Sunshine, Sunshine Tour, the My Golf Life Open. How about that? The My Golf Life Open. Aaron Rye. Aaron Rye yeah. going to be out there, right? At Headliner. Pecan, pecan Wood or Pecan. Is it Pecan or Pecan? Pecan Wood Golf and I think Country that's, Club. That's all where you live, right? And Heartbeats Sport South Africa. The purse is $1.5 It's an inaugural event on the DP World Tour. Notables. Casillas got to be in this. Notables. He's not in Notables. I don't think our normal person wrote Notables. Lucas Beauregard. Dick Bland, Dean Burmeister, Thomas Dietrich, Jamie Donaldson, Justin Harden, Eust Luton, J.C. Ritchie, Bernd Wiesberger, and Ashen Wu, who won the Magical Kenya Open. We didn't note that on Monday. Congrats to Ashen Wu. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, there's uh, some Danish guy that won the Challenge Tour event. You know how Thorbjorn's name uh, translates to the Thunder Bear? His name literally translates to the Bulldog. I, I got to really? pull up the guy's name. So challenge tour, like instant favorite, whoever won on the challenge tour last, last week, the bulldog. The bulldog. Um, also birthdays. I was told Andy North turned 72 on Wednesday. That's scheduled for the week birthday. Bad. Just got to get that out. Um, all right. That's it. That's your schedule for the week. News. Uh, Sam Woods is introducing Tiger for the Hall of Fame ceremony. That's Wednesday night. Uh, that'll eh, probably not happen by the time you listen to this. Pretty cool. I thought that's really, you know, we never, <clears throat> we don't see much of Sam. Probably a lot of us haven't ever heard her talk. I, I'm just interested, you know, father, son, it's, it's, our father, daughter relationship obviously has meant a lot to Tiger. We, we've sort of seen him act in a different way and be a different person as a dad. Uh, so I think that'll be cool to see, obviously, as well as Tiger's speech. It sounds like Many, many, many of the players in the field are going over for that. Um, and I thought it was interesting. DL3 is doing Tim Fincham. Is it the intro for Tim Fincham? I don't know what their connection is there. There was an article on PGATour.com that said Fincham and Tiger going to the Hall of Fame after parallel careers was the headline. <laughs> I presume they're, they're, that's a Here's the thing. very is narrow there, reference there to any- time frame and not accomplishment. But is ahead. there any way that uh, a PGA Tour commissioner doesn't get uh, inducted into their own Hall of Fame? It seems the the, the golf Hall of Fame is just a, a total farce, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, it'll be nice to see Tiger, maybe at a moment of reflection, give a speech. Who knows? Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? Um, last but not least, news. Uh, uh news. Did you you did not see the gambling segment? Mm-mm. I thought it was informative. Uh, I thought they asked him like, "Hey, man, you're gonna have some integrity issues." And, and the Gambuza said, "You're right." He said, "It's a matter of when, not if." We have, and this was the day of Calvin Ridley was betting on games and things like that. I thought that was interesting, like the, the acknowledgement of like we are embracing this gambling, you know, explosion. And we know he, it was an acknowledgement from the tour zone guy that there will be an integrity issue that comes up. Now, I will say 
we have heard we've gotten rumors of not i won't say what tour not the pga tour of this potentially going on you know different shenanigans with head-to-heads or low in a tea time things happening on a on a on events that could be wagered on um but it you know it seems like that will happen now how big of a scandal it becomes depends on who's involved and how how it shakes out but i thought it was interesting that he said yeah this this is a matter of when not if that there will be some sort of issue but yeah I, I the that acknowledgement is uh, refreshing because it's, yeah. it goes to the same same adage that I always say about the CT machine and uh, drivers <laughs> is that when when there are millions of dollars at stake, gambling yields billions of dollars at stake. People yeah. cheat. People yeah. do bad things, and um, it seems like this is uh yeah the uh, golf is ripe for it. Is right. extremely because players have head to heads, and I'm not saying that, but somebody's going to come along and, and and do do this stuff. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's going to force on, on the positive side. Also, it's going to force that transparency that Rory was talking about. It's but but that guy was Norb was not going there on uh, Norb Monday. He was like, it was no. out of Norb's orb. Well, he was like. <laughs> It's like players don't have to disclose injuries. That's we don't see that changing. I mean, but it's it's at least gonna have to. I think down the line, he's he's wasn't ready to go. There it yet, has but, to. Right, right. Like yeah. it, you can't. Every other sports league has gone down this this path. Yeah. Anyways, you imagine I, if 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 the NBA didn't have to disclose when people were sitting out for rest for games and it, it they just showed like the game came out. And it's like oh LeBron's not playing and I bet on the Lakers. Right. Like that doesn't fly. <laughs> uh, all right. That does it. I, I thought it was an enjoyable segment. I mean, informative. Hey, we got to talk say. a little bit about the Augusta changes. Oh, I yeah. Put it out there. Article published to the friedegg.com. What, tell us, give us a synopsis. I've read the article. So there's short grass coming in at nine and two, both sort of on nine, similar... two, ten, um, all over the place. That Where's ten, I, right? Right, yeah. so okay. that balls balls are just going to tumble down into the trees. Um, I've spoken to a number a number of people that are, have intimate uh, knowledge of the course across a few different uh, ways, and and you know I I just was gleaning you know these changes. You started to see them with Eureka Earth uh, had posted some stuff on eleven, and there's a lot of a lot of change, um, and I think like it just um, this is a significant thing. So just in short. The elimination of the first, the rough cut is is going to be really evident a lot of places, which I think is a huge deal. The roughs, in a way, because of how big the slopes are at Augusta, you know, huge yep. hills. I've heard the rough it's just it looks the rough much hillier just, in person than it is on TV. I've heard. Go ahead. So the rough just effectively stopped what what gravity would do. You know, people are like, well, it doesn't get fast. It's like these slopes are so big, the ball doesn't stop on them. So, so the rough pra- was like a practice. Effective- what is this? It's going to be fairway all the way to the pine straw, basically. In a lot of cases, yes. Okay. So you're going to see. So what you're going to see is offline shots get further offline, um, okay. and you and don't then- have the the bumpers that the rough were effectively on the on the on the alleys of fairways. So you're going to see this happen all over the place. I think one of the most exciting ones that I'm looking forward to is the ninth hole. Um, there's been that rough ribbon on the right side where you see so many balls end up because you have to turn that ball over uh, yeah. really hard right to left to hit the fairway. 
Um, and you see these balls end up over in the right rough, and it's not that bad of a thing because of that green. It, it, it's like you have that vicious false front, and in a way, rough kind of helps you keep the spin off the ball, and you're not as afraid if you're from the rough at ripping it off that front edge. And now that ball is just going to keep going further right. It could go into the pine straw over there, or it could end up you know, just lower further down below the green surface. Yeah. And at a worse and worse angle, you're hitting a wedge over that bunker and your your effective landing area is going to be really small and you're going to have to really worry about your spin. So I think these are going to be significant changes. And then the 11th uh, opening up that right side is going to be huge. And Which there's going to be on the record now, right? I think that's been published. And, and yeah, I mean, you published it with in, in information as well, but they've acknowledged that. So like uh, over the years, they've just effectively made players with those trees that they planted play to the bad spot in the fairway. And then, you know, from there, nobody wanted to attack, right? There's never an opportunity to attack because you're hitting from like the non-preferred angle. So what right. you saw, you saw it over and over. People just miss it over to the right. Except for like when guys hit it way right into the trees and found Kitty, Kitty Litter Alley. Kitty Litter Alley. You'd be like, oh, that looks like delightful. You know, yeah, that's, I mean, that's it is exactly. Like, it's literally, it tells you it's a nice, perfect shoot lining you up yeah. and everything. That's yeah. It, like, and like yeah. The, uh, the green opens that way. So I don't think it's all the way over there, but it's pretty far over where you're getting a better angle in now that's yeah. available. And the other thing is there, I didn't write about this in the article. There's some changes around the green. So that, that the right side's getting lowered down more and that's going to make for really hard chip shots. I want to see this kind of in person, but a lot tougher chip shots coming over. If you bail, right up. So, yeah, you know, those lower, mounds, you hit up. they have those yep. mounds. Yep. Yep. So like right yep. of those is going to be a couple feet lower. Yep. And, and I think the big thing here to glean from this they're erasing a lot of the things they did when they tried to tiger-proof the course with these changes. Uh-huh. And these are just a few holes. I think we're going to see more and more of this. I think there's an ideological shift coming from Augusta National, which is a big deal um, because they are, they are the ones that carry the most weight for golf courses across the country and tournament golf across the country. And there's an ideological shift going on at that club uh, with the Masters. Interesting. That you know, that's a, that's a pretty grand, I don't know, pronouncement or, or takeaway theme of this. Of I what think this major, is just one the first, right? First what some of people a lot might just see as a shave here or there. You're you're saying is is a more overarching theme that's worth watching. Yeah, or, or, I mean, I I think like eleven was a big change this year. Like I, yeah. what I would say is like, what are they going to be the big changes next year? You like immediately like one hole that zero I zero in on is seven. Yeah. Right. Like what it, you know, there that you could see a big change happening there. Right. Sure. I think and a lot of people have been yeah, pining for thir- that. For Thirteen years. is one and, and fifteen had a big change. They lengthened it and it's gonna also have like a you know, they reworked some of the landing area and they they did plant some trees, but one of the things with fifteen, I would say the fifteen's been a more <laughs> exciting par five than thirteen over the last decade. Yeah. Um yeah. and you think about that like that that tells me that something's going to happen with 13 um maybe I, I generally agree with you that i i don't know one of my favorite shots is the approach in a nine second. you know ball below your feet you know 
hitting to an elevated green. It's just a crazy shot that no mortals, you know, the average person can't pull off in a you know thousand years. And it's just I don't know just to understand. To hear that that may be even more challenging or more, have to be more precise is, is fascinating to me. I love watching shots come up come up to that green. Uh, all right, good. I think we just talked more about the Masters than the players. Augusta National than TPC Sawgrass in our players preview. There's plenty. Look, we've done the players preview many years now. Uh, you know, the course hasn't changed like Augusta's apparently has. And, and so, you know, we'll have plenty to react to when the shots start going in the air on Thursday morning. Happy to have it back, and we'll be back with you on uh, Friday. No extra shows, right? This gets the the Honda Classic treatment. It, it's, we're not doing the daily shows just because it's the players. Is that what we're committing to? Yeah. All right. So. Maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll do some like Instagram lives. Yeah, we'll be back Friday with the regular Friday show. Mm-hmm.